0: This episode and every episode of A Beer With is recorded live in Diffuse Studios. As always, guys, if you need any audio services, you need to hire a space to work on, maybe collaborations, you want to finish off your mix down, or you just want to listen to some of your tracks that you've worked on in a nice balanced room with good room treatment, nice 8-inch Adam speakers and a sub, make sure you get in touch. Just go to www.diffuszedstudios.com. And you can get in touch with us and find out if, you, if the studio is right for you. So for this episode, I've got Falcone on the show. So let's run that music and get this episode underway. Hey guys, welcome back. This is another episode of A Beer With... I'm your host, Jai, and today on the episode, we've got Falcone. So Falcone is a DJ and music producer in Brisbane and has an event coming up called The Crypt, which is on this Saturday, so it should be the 19th of uh, October. So this Saturday, it's at Hayyar Bar. So make sure if you're available, you go check that out. We'll have some uh, information about that, um, all the links to everything in the show notes. But if you're available this weekend to go check it out it's gonna be heaps of drum and bass and cool sort of different vibes So make sure you check that one out so in this episode we talk about how Falcone got into music uh, how the name came about also uh, music production DJing um, and we talk about gender dysphoria at the end as well so um, that's something that Falcone um, you know experiences and it was great to explain a little bit more in depth about it um, and how it really works because I'd never met anyone who has this um, and you know it is something that's quite um, prevalent nowadays, um, especially in the media and everything. Lots of people talking about uh, lots of gender issues. So it was great to actually speak to someone uh, who really has a personal connection to that and can really sort of shed some light on that for, for myself and for everyone else out there as well. All right, guys, let's get into this one. As always, sit back, crack a beer if you have one and enjoy the episode. This is A Beer with Falcone. Alright, so how you been, man? What's been going I've been good,
1: yeah. Um, so you just had a few days, or you've got a few days off. Got a few days off, really good. Good to relax, you know. Yep. I've just done a whole lot of uni stuff, which is always exhausting. Yeah. Um, I'm still doing a whole bunch of music stuff. Um, I mean, despite, I made an announcement the other day on Instagram that I was gonna retire from music for a bit but that's never gonna happen yeah that's not that's not a thing yeah yeah (laughs) just trying to hype everyone up oh it's just it's the thing that there's always people going oh when are you gonna release this when are you gonna release this and i'm notorious for making so much stuff and just teasing it on instagram and just going making this making noises yeah um so i just thought i'd make an announcement to say i'm not releasing things in in a fair bit yeah yeah um but I've still been making lots of music. Yeah. Which is good. Cause, yeah. I mean, music-wise, for me, um, I'm always in sort of my downtime sort of sort of thing. Mm. Always just doing stuff and <laughs> making something. You've heard that remix? Yeah,
0: so. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> yeah, there. that's what people say to me. They're like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, oh, i to the studio. They're like, you should relax sometime and like not always just be at the studio. I'm like, well, to be honest, it's kind of relaxing. Like, you know, like it's... It's pretty chill to, you know, come in here and, like, yeah, just work on some stuff. And, you yeah. know, if I'm here with Johnny, like, the guy who owns the other, you know, half of the studio will, like, get a six-pack or a few beers and, you know, like, exactly. a few drinks and work on some stuff. And um, even just sitting here and listening to music, man, is great. Exactly, you know, yeah. Like, like um, new tracks and, and stuff because um just good to reference in here too to get your ears used to the room and stuff. Yeah. Do you ever – what's your setup
1: um, at home like? That you produce not very good yeah what so what is it it's just 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 my computer yeah i've got my audio technica headphones mm-hmm. i've got some awful speakers that are sometimes you i don't even know they're some sort of logitech i don't have actual yeah yeah monitors, yeah, but, yeah um yeah i don't have very advanced equipment yeah. but i do um tend to i like to go around to people's houses my friend airborne she's got some good speakers so yeah i'll go around and see if things actually sound good on hers yeah yeah which I'm I've, I've it was only maybe last year that I got proper headphones I used to think in my production career that um I I wasn't very good at some things people I would always send people things and they'd say oh you need some like more sub you need more like under a hundred yeah um that frequency range and I would just go I don't know what you mean like <laughs> And then I got the new headphones and I was like shit. Yeah. Oh. It's not actually yeah. me. It's that I just can't yeah. hear that. Yeah, yeah. So the those headphones were a game changer. I've got a I mean I've just got a custom built sort of gaming computer. Yeah. Um cuz my brother's always been a big gamer and he said, "Oh, you got to like one day years ago he said, "You got to get this, you got to get this, you got to get this." And I said, "Just give me like a list of things that's yeah, good." Yeah, yeah. And I'll get that in a computer. Yeah. Um. So I've got s- some sort of good high-powered computer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any sort of anything about <laughs> it. it? Yeah, yeah. And it's got a good. It's got a cool black case with some orange on it. It's yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I use FL Studio. I know a lot of people like Ableton. I know there's a yeah. lot of Ableton sort of
0: purists. <laughs> I, I reckon know. Ableton and FL are the two big ones for yeah. writing. Like I don't think it's either is. Like it's just what you used to, really. Yeah. And like I spoke to someone, they said, "Oh, it's easier to go from FL to Ableton anyway." Yeah. But to go to Ableton to FL, he's like, "That's really hard." Because he's done. He like, I think he started um, on Ableton and went to FL. Yeah. And he was saying, he's like, that's like just like it's really hard because <laughs> yeah. it's just it's just different, you
1: know? Like yeah, it's the whole workflow. It's the whole space of it. Yeah. I uh, I used Ableton for a bit. I, yeah. I mean, I used the demo. I tried it out. Yeah. I can use Ableton. I just make... I like to make a mess. I'm very messy in the yeah. way that I think and the way that so I... So, my projects are terrible. <laughs> they look shocking. Yeah, but I feel like in FL, at least with the patterns and the way that it's mm. set out, I can sort of declutter it a bit. I mean, I guess yeah. Ableton, you can group things as well. Yeah, yeah. So, that's... You can't do that in... in um. FL? Well, FL, the whole approach it to... to it yeah. is that you put things in patterns. So instead of having one whole screen with everything on it, you have separate patterns that you can put yeah. into the playlist. Yeah. So I can do all of my little riffs and stuff. I can have, like, separate instances of Serum and whatever Yeah, yeah. In, in one little pattern, and I can put that pattern into the playlist, and I can do all the automation through the playlist. Yeah. So it's like having a completely separate thing that I can organize things yeah. with. Yeah. I can rename all my patterns. Um, and then in the playlist, you can also automate things from the mixer. You can have you your root things. Yeah. So it's it's a different, it's just it's just the workflow that's different. Yeah, like yeah. so many people always go, oh, you gotta, why don't you start using Ableton, this, this, and this? Yeah. But like, it's all the same. Yeah. We <laughs> like everyone just uses Serum and different samples yeah. and like the same big plugins and. Yeah. Um, and conceptually every, all the different plugins are the same. Yeah. Anyway, as long as you sort of have a basic understanding of what's going on, you can achieve the same sort of sounds, I guess. Yeah. Close enough, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I I like my FL Studio. Um, How long have you been producing for, then? Well, um, actually producing decent music, probably. (laughs) Well, no, when did you start? Um... (laughs) Well I actually I got a cracked copy of FL when I was like 12 or something. I'm, yep. I'm 21 now. So I've yep. I've had I've had it for a while. Yeah, I, um, yeah. <laughs> When I was when I was young I used to make I used to make YouTube videos by myself with my friends and I was big into the YouTube sort of thing. I used yep. to watch YouTube videos and um, Ryan Heger, Niga Heger, he did a behind the scenes thing and he did a Harry Potter spoof video and he said that he used FL Studio for the music. And I thought, damn, that's cool. And yeah. when I was like 12, I didn't even have the idea that you could be making music. Yeah, like, yeah. I just thought, yeah, there's a people out there with instruments and stuff. Like I always grew up growing up. My daddy always said to me, um, he said, Oh, you should, you should make music. Um, I learned the piano. He bought me a synth with an 8-track recording thing. Oh, that's awesome. I never, I never actually <laughs> figured it out. Oh, have you still like, got
0: the 8-track recording thing anywhere? Oh, no, man. No. That would be fun to play with. I was like 10 at the time, yeah, so I yeah. didn't know how to do it. Yeah, it'd be hard like, to figure I, out back then. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just knew that it was a keyboard and you could do different yeah, sounds. Yeah. I didn't actually figure out how to record 8-tracks on it. Yeah. But um, it's always been something, like, that has been kind of available. Um, back Back when... I think 2015 was the year I finished high school. That was when I sort of started getting better and putting more of an actual – more yeah. more time into things. Yeah. Um, we had more time too, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, right. in my last years of high school, I was – Producing Melbourne bounce music. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we all have yep. that phase, you know. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Well, I mean, that was
0: pretty big back, but like, it had been pretty big for a little while. Yeah, um, back then, so that yeah, that would have been the time. Well, yeah, it to was do it, you know, last year of high popular. school, popular
1: drinking, high school house parties, Melbourne yeah, it would have bounce, been everywhere, like yeah. you know, you would know. have been going on everywhere. Yeah, and then I went overseas um, to when I finished school. I went overseas, I went to England because from britain so i have a british passport so it's easy yeah. to just go there yeah. i went there and i worked for nine months and i worked with a guy who i worked in an activity center for kids yep doing because I, I don't ever leave my house so i thought it would be a nice change of pace yeah yeah um i was doing like leading rock climbing sessions and i was teaching fencing and yeah. all this there's lots of stuff to kids and there was a guy there that he was a dj been a dj for years yeah and i grew up playing the clarinet. I was oh, in yeah. an orchestra yeah. many years. I still have my clarinet at home. Oh, I was waiting for the day where I could just yeah, bust it yeah. out and just like... yeah. And I you still play though? Some, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah,
0: no. No like, You're probably going to have to practice a bit <laughs> No, nah, I'll just make make an EDM track. And yeah, yeah. Like one note. yeah. One note. you One note or three notes. Just sample one note and then just write all the MIDI in. <laughs> just pitch it. Um yeah yeah so you got so you did clarinet growing up like yeah. um so classical stuff mainly or did you do any jazz sort of side of clarinet um cuz i love clarinet in like jazz and
1: and blues sort of stuff like so mellow and yeah just nice well i did it was a lot of like classical stuff yeah. lots of like mozart beethoven yeah. um i was actually listening to some um Tulse? what's his name Tulse? some guy Pulse? the guy that did so um the the planets. Uh, I've got the I've song. got
0: the planets on vinyl. I was listening to that on the way here. Yeah, I've got that on vinyl actually. Um, at my house. <laughs> so I almost brought uh, my vinyl here the other day. I would
1: have been able to be like, oh, I've oh, got that remember. on vinyl here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, all of that sort of classical stuff. But then also, we did. I was in a concert band, and yeah. we did like. I I'd swap between the clarinet and the bass clarinet yeah. because no one wants to play the bass clarinet. Bass clarinet's cool, but <laughs> I was when I was growing up, I sort of held the clarinet like the way that you hold it. I sort of my fingers were on an angle. I'm trying to describe this because obviously, yeah, you no, it can, can you know, it can see it can, what you're doing? In your hands, my fingers yeah. were sort of on an angle, so it didn't cover the holes. And I, um, they said to me, said bass clarinet's the same, but there's buttons. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> to cover the holes, so I was like, yo, oh, no, <laughs> let's do this. So, um. Yeah, bass clarinet wise, I was in the concert band in school. So we did things like they did a medley of Jurassic Park and Star Wars, and yeah. then there was like yeah. one bit where there was we did a medley of a Led Zeppelin medley one year, which was yeah, really cool. good. There yeah. was like a whole clarinet section, which was just the clarinets doing um, Stairway to Heaven. Uh, uh, I like yeah. carried the bass line and that, like that yeah, was good. Yeah, cool. and it, but no one wanted to do the bass clarinet because every all clarinet players want to show off with all their fancy technical <laughs> yeah. stuff. Whereas bass clarinet, it's just driving bass lines. Yeah, it's real basic, yeah. Everyone wants to be the first clarinet. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't ever. I, yeah. always, I was always like third clarinet, yeah. like, just get me in there. Yeah, I, yeah, I quit yeah. for a bit, and then when I moved to Australia, uh, my, in school, the like housemaster, head of house teacher guy, yeah. he was um, the head of the music um, department. I thought, oh, I'm never going to touch a clarinet again. And yeah. he would always just go, so uh, I need more clarinet players in the band. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I may as well. I'm not doing yeah. much else. I'm not really into sports. Like, yeah, yeah. So I picked it back up. And um, I was just kind of... Yeah, everyone was like trying to be first and second clarinet. I was happy just... just Making there. up the numbers. Making up the numbers. just happy to be here. Yeah, like, yeah. So yeah. Um, I, so I always had like a good understanding of musical phrasing. And then... I just happened to work with a guy who was a DJ. Uh, he plays top 40 R&B stuff. He does karaoke nights <laughs> yeah. and things. Shout out Frankie DJ Yeah. <laughs> over in, in England. Um, and he had a Newmark Mixtrack Pro 3 and yeah. virtual DJ. So yeah. uh, I kind of just fucked around with that for a bit. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I came back here. Um, went did some competitions. Figured I'm, I'm actually pretty good at this. Like yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's that's how I started. Really, really started DJing, which is yeah. And awesome. what were you always into?
0: Like, what sort of style would you say you play now? Is it drum and bass, or I know you like a heap of different sort of things. But what's your? How do you describe what you play <laughs> or what you do?
1: Like, someone asks you in the street, in the street, or or wherever. Well, nowadays I like to say the people. <coughs> I, I like to play a lot of halftime, a halftime drum and bass, a lot of neuro hop sort of stuff, yeah. which people don't know as a thing because it's they're just those genres that sound made up. Like to people yeah. on the street, where they're just like, um, "Like what is that?" I just say it's a lot of hip hop influence, heavy bass sounds with yeah. kind of drum, like hip hop, but with drum and bass sounds is what yeah. I'm doing at the minute. Um, just some real cool stuff, but it's hard because it's a real polarizing kind of people like. A lot of people like the house because it's all on the beat, it's all on the grid mm. and they can dance easily. Whereas yeah, yeah. sort of stuff like White people can dance to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would say. Yeah. A lot of stuff that I've been like doing recently, um like I played at TBC the other week and I did a whole halftime set opening for Orminers, which it was a rhythm DJ. Mm. And everyone there was was there for rhythm, but they said don't go too hard. Yeah. So I said it's well, like, I how do you not time. do hard rhythm? <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, I do half time. <laughs> yeah. Um and I was just there sort of swaying and <laughs> everyone just looked a bit confused. I mean you had one guy at the back, like one just absolute cooked unit who was yeah. just loving it, <laughs> yeah, absolutely like, rinsing yeah. out to this like 87 BPM yeah. half time hip hoppy stuff. But um yeah, I, that's the sort of place I've been in at the minute. I still love my drum and bass. I mean, I play a bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. Occasionally, I've been trying to... Me and my friend, we just decided one day we were going to try and make a house side project. Which We Mm -hmm. we made one song, but um, that might actually happen. Um, I've been the same friend. We've been trying to launch a hip-hop duo for a bit. (laughs) (laughs) He rapped sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, we just... We're just fucking around and having fun. Um, I... Yeah, because I, I have phases of like music. Yeah. I when I learned to DJ, that was when like Future House was at its peak and the UK bass was just just coming in. I was yeah. in England, Skepsis just, just like started 2016 yeah. was when like Skepsis and stuff were getting big. Um Mackie G's Black Widow was everywhere. Yeah. The the song it's like Rita Aura and Iggy Azalea, but it's the Mackie G version. Yeah. That was everywhere. So I, I was, I, I didn't know what it was at the time, just, yeah. like, I thought I didn't, I'd never really been in, um, shown that side of drum and bass, because I, I grew up, my dad loves the prodigy, so I grew up yeah. with, like, Firestarter, like, just. I was wondering, like, so was your
0: dad, was he a musician at all, or he's just right into music and that's why he was sort of, my, should do music, you know, like. just loves stuff. music. Yeah, yeah just my, loves it, He yeah. was
1: big in, like, the punk scene, Yeah. Um, but he was never really a musician. He just yeah he just likes yeah. music yeah um like yeah. yeah my mom's never really into music. Uh, my, my, my mom loves music but she never really did anything in music we just like our music we just, yeah yeah like my mom loves to play loud music and sing to like 80s songs while yeah. cooking dinner sort of thing yeah like where we love our music but we've never been really like music orientated yeah yeah sort of, sort of thing not like yeah just, just love the music. Not like yeah, they yeah. weren't musicians themselves or nah. anything. Yeah, yeah. But then I grew up like, g- coming home from school in the car, listening to Firestarter by the Prodigy, and then yeah. like, we'd listen to like some Eminem, and then it would be like Ministry of Sound two thousand and five yeah. album. Yeah, so yeah. So I've I was I did experience a whole lot of different things, mm-hmm. um, like a lot of my mum liked a lot of pop music, but then she'll also sometimes throw me off with like. The, like a lot of current hits, she'll listen to a bunch of Ed Sheeran and stuff, mm. but then she also likes the flume remix of Tennis Courts, yeah, and yeah. The high contrast remix of um, that London London Grammar Strong, the drum and bass yeah. one. Like, she'll sometimes throw just me totally off, totally random, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then my brother's always been, he's always um, just, he's never listened to anything that's mainstream, so he's always coming out with new things. Like he's he's been listening yeah. to Future Garage recently, which okay. I'm sure a lot of people don't even know exists. Yeah. A lot of slow down breakbeat real sub heavy, yeah melodic sort of garage influence stuff. Yeah. So he's been listening to a lot of that recently, Ooh. um, which I'd never really ventured into. Yeah. Um he was big into like when Skrillex first started doing brostep yeah my brother that showed me that. He's only nine months older than me, but still. Yeah, like yeah. Like, he, he'll go and branch out and be like, listen to this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, music-wise, it's, ever, it's, ever, it's always around me. Like, yeah. I, I do have a big focus on music, always in my downtime, but I do a lot of other things. Like, I study. Yeah. Study x-rays. Yeah. Study x-rays. <laughs> Bone photography. Bone photography. <laughs> that's the technical <laughs> name, is it? Yeah.
0: Um, and so, with... With that, with this study, so you said you're doing like, what's the,
1: what was the name? You told me the name of your degree or whatever. So it's a for. Bachelor of Medical Imaging. Yeah. So we do x-rays, we do CT scans, yeah. a lot of things that people don't even think about. Like we go up to surgery while they're doing surgery and we yeah. take x-rays there. So they will yeah. be like the surgeon, will have someone's hip fully open and they'll be drilling things in and we'll just come in, take a couple of x-rays and leave yeah um i enjoy that like the whole problem solving aspect of it yes yeah. Is great um i like to talk to people i'd like learn to talk shit a lot <laughs> yeah yeah um and people always have good stories but i li- I do like the problem solving the approach to things when yeah. someone comes in and their elbow's broken and you got to do two two x-rays of completely different positions yeah but they obviously can't do that because their elbow's broken it's like okay what are we gonna do yeah Gonna move um, stuff around, or yeah, so I like that. Um, do you guys do like MRIs and stuff like that? You gotta do a case? few extra years to do MRIs yeah. and ultrasounds, yeah, but you can do that as yeah. well. The more like um, modalities you have, yeah, the, the more, more valuable, valuable you are, yeah. and yeah. you can do it. But you can do like you can go and train an MRI once you have the job and get paid for training. Those. They'll pay for you to do yeah. it, whoever you're working for, yeah. And MRI is, it's the big thing at the minute, so. Yeah. I mean, it's good, MRI. Yeah. It's an interesting field. I might I might go into it eventually if I get bored. Yeah. My brother's doing uh, biomedical engineering. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's, well,
0: that's part of his degree. Um, he's doing electrical as well, so he's, like, learning heaps about all those machines and stuff. Like, yeah. you know, how they work and that, because that's kind of what they do. Like Yeah. Um, a lot of it's working, like, you know, maintaining those machines and stuff <laughs> its I was like Jesus there's a lot to it there's <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff yeah. you don't even think about complicated stuff yeah I just saw a video the other day I think um, of him and he had um, had like a CD like just in, in like near the, the MRI and it was like standing up and it like falls over but like really slowly it's yeah. sort of like looks like it's slow motion falling from like up on its edge to, to over and I was like whoa that like looks cool like it's in yeah. real time but it looks slow motion because it's the field is making that's it a big move magnet. slowly yeah. yeah that's crazy um, yeah which is interesting um what got you into that what made you decide to do that I was always a bit of an academic Like yeah. but why that I, like I that's an interesting
1: <laughs> I just um I mean I picked it out of the book at the end of school I yeah. had no idea what I wanted to do I was sitting there and I thought I love music but I can always do that in my downtime like yeah and I back I, up I figured <laughs> Yeah, back up in back up medical imaging Yeah, yeah. Um I just picked it out of the book. I figured it said you had to have a prerequisite of physics and maths. I like my maths, I like physics. Yeah. I thought it sounded interesting at the time. Going into it, I didn't really know everything that was involved. Yeah. I just sort of knew people took X rays and that could be good. People take new people took X rays, so I guess mean, that's something I could do. I'll do that with my life.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So you really thought it through hard. that Yeah. One.
1: yeah. Well, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know what I wanted yeah. to Yeah. Uh, who
0: really knows what they want to do when they're like you know seventeen or whatever?
1: Yeah, I figured I could always do music stuff on the side. Like yeah. That. Um, and it's good because I'm I'm getting out there more in music i'm in my third year out of four of a degree so by the time i finish that i can i will have a bit more of an option of what to do yeah i don't think like music wise i don't think i could do music full-time forever yeah like some people can but i know some like a lot of people that have gone and studied music and that's just killed it for them yeah because they've killed their passion yeah um so yeah i just figured Sounds that sounds good. And I'm still here. I'm yeah, still in a yeah. degree. Yeah, yeah, that's Uh um, I took that year off, which was in, an interesting year. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's where I got my name, actually, in the year. Falcon. Yeah. Wait.
0: Which... So I was going to ask, is it, it's Falcon Because I, I, if it was Falcone or
1: Falcon or, you know, it's like... Because of the little dots. Yeah, the little dots. What do <laughs> they call those? Umlau. Um... It's an umlau. Umlau. If anyone wants to type Falcone, F-A-L-K, and then you press Alt, Zero two four six and it's an O with two dots. <laughs> zero, and then two, M four. E. <laughs> you have to hold Alt and type in 0246. That's way too
0: much.
1: Although I'm probably going to have to
0: figure out how to do that to for the show notes for this anyway. <laughs> no, so just copy I'll just go it. and listen to what you said again. I'll listen to that bit and be like, oh, there we go. You just copy yeah. and paste it from the website. Yeah, yeah that's oh umlaut. Yeah, that's probably easier. Um, so yeah, where'd you get that name from? Then you were just you were just
1: about to tell us. All right, I was overseas, in the camp where I was working, and there was a staff activity for new staff, a whole group of new staff, um, and they needed volunteers. So. They, I was running a trapeze for some new staff. A trapeze? Yeah, basically. That was one of the activities we <laughs> oh, did with shit. the kids. One of the activities we did with the kids. They got harnessed up and it was just a trapeze on a bar. And all I had to do was I had to teach them how to like belay the ropes sort of thing. Be how the like, ropes. Belay? Be the ropes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be yeah. the ropes. Be the ropes. Yeah, and then yeah. I could move the um, trapeze back and forth depending on how much they wanted. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was a whole bunch of new staff there. Yeah. So we were doing the, a thing for the new staff. And we got walkie-talkies, and the day before, I was playing Super Smash Brothers as <laughs> Captain character? Falcon. Yeah, okay, yeah. So that, like, the name of the word Falcon was on my mind. Yeah. And they told us, don't fuck around with the walkie-talkies, because you're use them for emergency. So what do we do? I was 18, I fucked around with the walkie-talkies. <laughs> first thing... Yeah. The first thing i do was... Falcon checking in. How's it going over there? Like, to my friend, I decided his name was Anteater because that was a silly animal that I thought <laughs> of at the time. So, a good, like, four months pass and this whole group of new staff didn't bother to learn my name. Yeah. I was the Falcon to them. So,
0: people
1: would walk up to me. It would be, like, in the dining room be, like, oh, hey, how you going, the Falcon? And I'd just be like, shit, that's my name now. <laughs> so, they were doing a, um... An event at the end of the season and I was DJing at it because I'd been learning and yeah, I have that whole appeal of I just I was just fucking around and everyone was like, Yeah, go and DJ. Like yeah. so they just wrote the Falcon on the poster. And I was like, Okay, I guess that's my the name Falcon, now. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm just gonna call you the Falcon from now on. <laughs> <laughs> so I came back to Australia and my friend Mike, um, he said he said to me, "So you can't be, like, the Falcon. The Falcon. So, uh, because there's already DJ Falcon, like the yeah. fr- famous French DJ. Yeah, yeah. And if, I, I thought, well, shit, if you type in the Falcon into Google, it just comes up with birds. And I was like, I'm not a bird. and I'm... So we just <laughs> thought, let's just make it sound more European. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. That's it. Make it sound a bit fancy. We just fucked it up a bit. We yeah, just yeah. popped a K on, popped an Umlau, mm-hmm. added an E. That's it. Yeah. There's no, like, deeper meaning. There's a huge convoluted story yeah, about yeah. We got there. Well,
0: yeah, had a story, yeah, originally. But yeah, there's no, probably. like,
1: deep meaning of, oh, yeah, it yeah. came to me in a vision. or Most my... people's
0: <laughs> aren't, though. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, I've I, never I, really I, met anyone who's had, like, yeah, like, a proper story like that where, you know, where it's like, yeah, come through a vision or whatever. <laughs> Most of them are just be, like, I had to have a name. and.
1: <laughs> well, when I was earlier on, I used to... Um, I like to buy, like, I have, a, I have a festival poncho, I have a couple of kimonos and things, and again, Mike, same same Mike, he said, <laughs> oh, that just looks like a bedsheet poncho. So that was my working name when I was in, like, sheet. 2015, bed like, making bounds, like, bedsheet poncho, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I evolved from bedsheet poncho to the falcon and now i'm falcone and i got back and i started i got a couple gigs and my name was on posters and i started yeah, networking stuck and i was like
0: shit as everyone always says then you stuck with it That's yeah what it is from then on yeah well yeah you
1: can't i don't know i feel <coughs> like if you pick a name yeah names just find you i feel yeah <laughs> just come to you yeah yeah i i have no attachment people know me as falcone yeah. i have people of when I used to do streams at frequencies like once a month, I would get people um, when I had like drum and bass shows, and they'd be like, "Oh, you're Falcone, right? Like I love this and this and this and this that you do." It's like yeah. strangers, and I, I just figured like it's 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 a brand now. I've got the over yeah, the yeah. two dots. Like I've got that. I made it, 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 it out of um, fiberglass. Um, yeah, cool. It's it's fairly big. Not that big I mean, yeah i yeah. can't see that but it's not that big <laughs> yeah. it sits on my floor in fiberglass i yeah. just decided to make it it's like i've got the brand i've got a t-shirt with the yeah. logo on it that my mum bought me for my birthday oh there you go. um so it's it's a bit bit of a brand at the minute i like yeah. the idea of the o with the two dots because i've got a whole bunch of um i've got a thing of my face with like the eyes and the mouth oh uh, yeah <laughs> Which looks terrifying. Yeah, I'll tell you that, but it's yeah, it just came to me the branding. Yeah, <laughs> so um, yeah, and it's on posters now. I mean, I've had I've done a few gigs in my time. I wouldn't say I'm I'm prolific in the scene. Yeah, I would say I'm kind of known because I did I did a whole like two years of networking, um, in Brisbane. Yeah, so I would say I'm I'm out there. I've been to things. People know that that's me. So yeah, I don't think I'm going to change it anytime soon. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would say, yeah, because I, I did announce that I was retiring, and everyone, everyone, I got so many messages, yeah. what's your new project, are you doing yeah, something yeah. new, like, everyone... Yeah, everyone's like, oh, he's not really retiring, he must be just
0: changing his name. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I see you always in here with, um, like, doing back-to-backs with all different kinds of guys in here, and I guess that's probably because... You know, you did a heap of networking, and you know all these people. It's like, oh, let's go to a a stream or something, you know? Yeah. Do you have any... um, So you're not really doing, like, a regular monthly thing now? Nah, not at the minute. Well, I just
1: did six weeks of placement. I'm busy with uni. I'm back at uni soon, and then I'm on holidays in mid-November, so I'll probably be back. Doing um, some stuff, yeah. we'll probably do some promo for The Crypt. The Crypt. The Crypt. I was going to ask about that.
0: Yeah. Because I've seen it come up, and... Um, online that, you know, you've talked about and stuff, but, um, I don't really know a lot about it. So give us a little vibe on what, uh,
1: what you're planning on, um, with The Crypt. Well, I was sitting at home and I thought, I want to do an event. (laughs) Well, let's just go into that. Let's see what's like, how difficult it is, what's going on. Yeah. So I said to my friend Nick, um, who is a DJ as well, his DJ name is Nick NIQ. He's just back-to-back yep. with to back to me here sometimes. Um, I said to said I might just do an event, um, want to play. Um, but then I also, I made it explicitly clear along the way with all these people that I have no money. So I just said, <laughs> I, I said, look, we're in this together. We're a team. This isn't me like hiring you for an event. Like, I know that sounds terrible. I don't want to be that guy that doesn't yeah. pay people. I said, but I've also said to them, I said, all the money that we make, we can just split it between everyone. Mm. But I've just got all of my, I've got some of my friends. I've got, um, DJ Knob Twister, who... uh... (laughs) I love that name.
0: (laughs) Ben. Oh, Ben. I remember him talking about it before I think it was even his name. Like, I don't know how long ago that was. Didn't he just start calling himself that recently? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I remember him talking about it for ages. And then he just did it. And I was like,
1: oh, there he is. That's brilliant. He's got branding (laughs) on his side, Knob Twister. Yeah, yeah. So he's in the crypt. We've got Crumbs, who is... He's known among, amongst Brisbane. He's a very talented producer. I actually yeah. said to him, because um, he is he produces, um, but he doesn't really DJ. And I said to him, like, do you DJ? He said, not since like a while ago, since yeah. I used to do house parties when I was 18. Like, and I said, but you have like, out of anyone I know, you have a lot of respect for this genre. Like, I'm trying to pull people that aren't necessarily known, but I want to showcase their yeah, respect. Yeah. Like, I want to do a drum and bass event. So I said to him, I said, <coughs> Paul, do you want to, like, come and do this? And he said, well, I'll have to brush up on my skills. Um, I'll get Rob in, um, who used to be one half of Odd Mob. So he said, I'll do it if we can get Rob to back-to-back to back with me. So, and I said to them, I said, well, I, I was actually set, thinking about budgeting. I thought, oh, do you guys, I, I could pay them. Do you want to get paid? Like, I'll set the actual entry price based on um how much money that they want. And yeah. everyone's just been super chill about it. They've just said, nah. Yeah, that's <laughs> all good. We'll just, no, um, we just going we'll to like, a good play. Night, yeah. Uh we got Dossa, who produces as Saval, um, the future based trap producer, Jordan. Yeah. Um, he's come and come on board. I was just knob twister, sent me a message and said, I was just talking to Jordan. Can he play at the crypt? And I said <laughs> I don't see why not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is some like huge, like grand scheme. I just I was just sitting there one day and thought, let's do an event with my friends. Yeah. So I um ricochet um nathan who's a promoter at the met is a house dj he's done a couple of events he did them at honky tonks yeah so i thought maybe like honky tonks are just relatively new place yeah they'll take me so i, I got in touch with the guy paid him a deposit we had a date set in he was keen i was keen think like three days before the crypt launch he closed his doors he said like the landlord, there was some sort of complications with it and he had a different opportunity and it was all just too complicated. Yeah. So we thought shit. Yeah <laughs> like what are we gonna do now? Honky Tongs, the venue's closed. Um we were actually gaining traction. I entered when I entered your shop, I met some people and they, they said, Oh, what have you been up to? And I said, Oh, the crypt and they said, Oh, that's you. Like yeah, you know, yeah. then you're that like yeah. I was surprised about how many people had heard of it. Like the power of social media yeah, is yeah. insane. Like the amount of people that had just seen it. Here and there and everywhere. A few people had approached me and said, Oh, you're Falcone from the yeah. crypt, right? Like, you got any spots? And I said, I'm not paying people. Yeah. <laughs> and they I like, don't have a venue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have this. It's just an idea. Like, I'm, it's just me and my. It's just just my a concept friend. at
0: the moment. Yeah. <laughs> concept idea. Yeah. So
1: we, um, it was actually Knob Twister. We were just messaging around and he messaged Heya Bar. And they said, Yeah, we'll, we'll take you on. We'll, and we think we have the perfect venue for your drum and bass event and I thought what like Heya Bar that's that's like an Asian food place that does comedy nights yeah. like they do a bit of everything really they do yeah but I went down there for um Shaw did an event before he we went to yeah, yeah and I went yeah. down for that and it was yeah. such a vibe like I love that yeah. like it's just a tiny room yeah and I think it cool would sometime. go off yeah so they had us 5th of October um it was all set we were keen yeah let's go long weekend they double booked us. Yeah. So we've been moved again to I think the nineteenth of October. Yeah. Um. So uh, we sort of didn't really make any announcements. We didn't make a post. So we've been moved. We just changed the, the time. Yeah. Because we thought we'll do like promo maybe a couple of weeks before. So it was when they told us that we had to move venues. Um. That we. Yeah, we just changed the time on the event. We didn't we hadn't even really started heavily promoing it yeah. yet. So we're on our third day our third third time. Third, third day, time lucky. Third time lucky. Um we think that if we um we'll, we'll just kinda of give up if if it, anything goes awry <laughs> <all right laughs> again. That, yeah. Um but then I mean I am interested in the whole events thing because Brisbane is great right now for just d de- music. DJs are everywhere and I know people in Melbourne, I know people all around Australia, uh, But and <coughs> Brisbane as a whole loves to get around their locals. So I feel like in one way or another, I will do an event. If we if this flops, I'll probably just try again next year. I'll probably just do something else. I'll just rebrand. Um, uh, so... It takes we'll a while see.
0: for it to build traction anyway, you yeah. know, like even like first events. I always tell people try, wanting to do first events because I used to do events. Yeah. I always say like, just be ready to like... Lose some money, but I mean, if you're not paying everyone's like on board to yeah. do it as a team, then it's like you, well, you probably won't lose any money yeah. then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, one thing I always recommend is make sure you've got like a good photographer or someone there, yeah, um, for content because yeah, that's exactly. important for the next one. Because, exactly. like, these days, someone who did an event said to me, He said, I didn't get a photographer or something, and he said, It's like it didn't happen, yeah. Basically, like, people, if you don't have photos and videos to put on social media from the event. It basically didn't happen, yeah, you know, like because exactly. people are going to go, oh, what is this? And if there's, they're like, oh, they've had two events already and there's like no photos and no videos, so they're like, whoa, it must not be very good. You yeah. know, like yeah. But you get a good photographer and they'll make it look like it was good. Okay. No <laughs> <That's> t- <laughs> no good tip, t- I've got that. Get yeah. a good
1: photographer, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, we've just been doing it all by ourselves. All the yeah. DJs, um, we set up the page. I've got Dossa, he's doing graphic design just because yep. he wants to he's like oh yeah I just want to do some graphic design Yeah, <laughs> he's really good at it as well yeah, cool so I mean we might have to we can bring in a photographer I, yeah. I'm connected yeah yeah everyone knows someone who's got a good camera yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: someone's got a good camera yeah um, but yeah, that'll be that'll be pretty cool. So the 19th, I think I'm actually doing something here with some people on the 19th, so I probably won't be able to come. You're stealing all of my... Everyone's pounds. got. Everyone's doing stuff on the 19th. Someone was like, because um, I think we're doing a thing here on the 19th, um, and you've got this on. Someone else to me was like, oh, we're doing the thing at Slingshot Bar on the 19th. And I was like, oh, I think I've just sort of got something on there now, so... <laughs> Um, that's going to be real busy, but I mean, it's coming into that time of year now when yeah. it's like, there's like stuff on like, um,
1: every weekend, basically. <laughs> it's all holiday season. Everyone's at yeah. the end of the year, it's all like Christmas and Halloween and stuff. Everyone's yeah, m- t- going on holiday. It's summer. Really? Yeah. It's yeah. Or well, the fifth would have been great. The long weekend. Yeah. We could have just pulled in like random people from the streets as well. Yeah. I was going, I'm going to a 21st on that night, I could have stolen everyone there and said, "Come to the crypt, like, yeah, yeah. come support me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, everyone's out to get me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's probably not what it is, man. No, that's probably not what it is. It's just um, the industry. Like, so many people. I've like, I feel like a lot of time you do need thick skin in this. Uh, in, yeah, in this Industry. A lot of time people yeah. get tossed around. I've had. Oh yeah. I've had gigs where I haven't played. I've had multiple where they've just like either shut down the side room or. Um, I was meant to play at two a.m. at a club. It was like one of the. It was. I was really keen. Got there at nine p.m. Yeah, supported the night. Drove an hour and a half to the Gold Coast from my house in Warner. Yeah. Um, um I was so keen. It was like my first, like, big thing that I was doing, and yeah, it was wasn't busy. So they just turned turned the lights on. I drove home. You do need, like, you do need that thick skin, like... Yeah. And some people can't handle it. Some people, I feel, take it very personally. Yeah. If you, um... If something like that happens. Yeah. But... I always say, if you haven't been fucked
0: over in the industry yet, then you haven't been in the industry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, like, there's... Everyone's had something. I've had things where I was running a successful, like, club night, and I stopped it so I could play at another club instead. Yeah. And then they just didn't book me, and they said, oh, thanks for... Closing down your night, that literally just fucked me. <laughs> like, That's a- you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, st- I stopped the whole night and everything. I said, "Oh, it's all because it was the reason I started it was because the cl- the club that it was the uni club in Townsville and they yeah. were just being shit. They weren't. They were just putting on some shitty DJ playing commercial stuff, and everyone was like, let some of these guys who are students play,' and like, we want to listen to like you know like Triple J and dance music and like all this other stuff, and they were just. You know, just go using nightlife and all that, and so everyone was like, "This is crap." So I started a night down the road for students, yeah. and um, but yeah, and then I like they're like, "Oh, come back and we'll get you to play and stuff," and I was like, "All right, close it down," and then they're like, "No, nah, actually, nah. <laughs> I was like, "What?" And so and so the new venue who I had the event with were pissed at me because they're like, you know, I'd started this successful thing, like killing it for them, and then I'm like, "Oh, we're gonna stop it," so they were pissed at me, and then these guys didn't give me gigs. I was like. That was, that was rough. Ah, classic. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Could be industry. So anyway, yeah, industry,
1: it can be, it can be rough at times. Yeah, 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 but it's sure. good. It's good in Brisbane. I was saying earlier, like, yeah, it, it's, there's a real culture now, right now. Yeah. we have got so many different little
0: crews and scenes yeah. of music. And, every, but everyone something respects,
1: and everyone respects each other. Though. Yeah. It's great <laughs> because like, I, like I went, I entered the bright side competition, the first one that they did yeah. last year. And I met people like, Bodie and JX, like, yeah. back then. And I'll, I'll still, like, hang out with all of their crew. They're all with, like, stockies and stuff now. Yeah. Um, and we'll have people from all different, like, places come for that. Yeah, yeah. I worked for Safe Events for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, promoting, I promoted for the Met for a while. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's great because no one gives a shit about what genre you play or... Where you're from or who you are, as long as you get around, everyone just supports everyone yeah. right now. Which, yeah, exactly. And like places, I feel like places like Melbourne, quite cutthroat at the mm-hmm. minute. Yeah. Um, and quite competitive. I'm not saying there isn't that competitive nature in Brisbane. Yeah. But it's still like, let's just give this guy a go sort of yeah. attitude. Like it's a yeah, real. It's more of that, yeah. Yeah, it's a wholesome place to be in at the minute.
0: Yeah. I think it's interesting as well because I don't really see too many clubs that are all sort of like directly competing, like two of the same club. Yeah. Like, you know, family and the Met used to be like in huge competition. It used to be like they were like they didn't like each other, you know. Like it was um, when I was at family, it's like we used to always say, oh, look, um, you guys can play there if you want and play here. That's fine. Yeah. But the Met wanted all their residents. So it's like, no, you can't play at family. (laughs) If you play at Met, you can't play at Family. And we were, fight, we were like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, and that's when Noi and all those got like a heap of those guys went to Met because yeah. they were at Family. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting now because family's sort of doing their own thing with, like, all the OPM and all the, you know, events and stuff. Yeah. It's not sort of in the same realm as the Met. The Met's sort of doing more the the popular at the moment acts and stuff, yeah. you know? Like, it's, yeah. um, so it's like you don't have those two competing, you um, you know, like Sub Rosas doing the underground house sort of, you know, stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, GPO does their sort of like commercial sort of EDM stuff. Yeah. Um, I suppose, you know, Prohibition's got their sort of commercially housey thing. Um, and then T B C do like heaps of like heaps of different stuff. I suppose they do house sort of like tech house stuff as well, but yeah, um they do heaps of different you, know, you always see them doing events, you know, yeah. people coming in and doing events. Yeah. Um. So I think it's cool like that, that a lot of the prominent clubs
1: have their own thing. It's not like yeah. any of them are directly competing for the same people. Yeah, it's good. You know? Cause you go, like you'll go to the Met, you know what their brand is. You know yeah. what you expect. Yeah. You don't, Go to the Met and then go to family, and they're the same. It's yeah, yeah. Everything's got their place. You know exactly what to expect. Yeah, I mean, unless you're going to like ricks and retros and all. Yeah, yeah, but those are just. I, so I'm talking just like, like nightclubs. clubs. Yeah, exactly. Clubs that have actually
0: got like a thing. Yeah. And yeah, I suppose those things too, Like you know, retros and then they've got their appeals and things. Um. So yeah. and yeah, you've got famous in there. That's um, they're killing that. They are killing it. They game. just came
1: out of, I feel like they came out of nowhere. Yeah, well, I'd I didn't even... Because I,
0: I didn't even know where it was for ages. I'm like, I know it's in the mall. And I actually walked up the mall one time looking for it. Like, where's this place? Thinking there would be, like, a huge frontage. Yeah. You know, like, a big, like, frontage and that. And it's just, like, this small entrance. You know, it's so not massive. Yeah, yeah. It. yeah. It's not, like, a massive, yeah. big entrance or anything. So I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that used to be hot gossip. I didn't even... 'Cause I had to ask one of the guys who was in he's like, what did Famous used to be? Cause like I've seen like footage inside. I haven't been in when it's been famous. Yeah. I'm like, that looks so familiar. Like, I've been there before, but I haven't been to Famous. And he's yeah. like, Oh, it used to be hot gossip. I was like, Oh, okay. It used to be like R you know, R and B hip hop. Yeah. Uh, well, R and B club. Um back in the day. Back in the Back day, in the day when we even day. had when um yeah, back when like the city used to go off as well, man. Like, oh, yeah. um, there used to be heaps of like rad places in there. Stockies used to be like dope on a like, Sat like Friday Saturdays. They used to be just like sick. The Vic used to go off. I mean, still the Vic still goes off anyway. Like, yeah, um, but, like Port Office. Like yeah, there's heaps of the old Porto. It's all before my day. Oh it's, man, the Porto. I'm too young.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um. And I'm too foreign I moved to Australia. Yeah. When did in, you what, move here? Two thousand and thirteen.
0: Yeah. So you? How old were you then? You were
1: fifteen.
0: Fifteen. Oh, that's interesting. The the um person I had on on Sunday, I was um talking to moved from
1: England when he was fifteen as well. Oh, I I didn't. I um I'm originally from Guernsey, which is yeah a tiny island, sixty five kilometers squared. It's closer to France, but it's British. So it's in there, it's between England and France. It's a cool, tiny and not an, on the map. A little island. Yeah, but I only live it there. known for anything? It's a tax haven, so it doesn't pay <laughs> any taxes. <laughs> um, okay. We're... Like Guernsey Cows. But I only lived there till I was three. <laughs> yeah. So I've kept an accent just because of my parents. Yeah. I moved to New Zealand when I was three and lived there till I was 15. So oh, I lived okay. in New Zealand So you were in life.
0: New Zealand? Okay. Yeah, so, so you went from UK, well, yeah, Britain, UK, or, or, UK, yeah, yeah, the UK, over to New Zealand and then, when then yeah. you and so you pretty much grew up in New Zealand, basically. Oh, okay,
1: where in New Zealand? Um, well, Kerry, Kerry, so like Northland, my okay. ways, and then we moved to Auckland, um, for a while to go to school. Yeah, and then we yeah. came to Brisbane. Yeah, but um, yeah, Guernsey wise, there's it's good because we we have a movie now, Guernsey Potato Peel and Pie Society, which is about but it's like a the movie. War. There's a war film, which. Okay people were very annoyed about because none of it was filmed on Guernsey. It was filmed <laughs> so where they filmed Downton Abbey. In like <laughs> you London. could at least do a little bit of filming right there, like... <laughs> but yeah, it's got like just the opening credits or something, <laughs> you know? Like a pan across That's, the scenery or something. Yeah. It's, um... It's like... It was big in the war because it was taken over by the Germans, so there's lots of war bunkers everywhere. But because it would be like a little... Yeah, like a little... Yeah. Um, yeah. Foothold or whatever, you know? Like... Yeah. Good launching platform. Um, but we have one famous person now. Oh, know, yeah. Muramasa. Who? Muramasa. Muramasa, you do know him. He's a producer. He won a oh, Grammy. He did. <laughs> probably do, Muramasa. Like, show us the photo um, that we'll probably know. I don't know what he looks like. He's oh, okay. From Guernsey. He did. <laughs> what did, did he a do? Songs. He did a song with Charlie XCX called oh, okay. One Night. He did a song with ASAP Brocky. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, he's, but he won a Grammy and he's from Guernsey, so that's good. It's there you go. Us on the map. <laughs> Grammy for Guernsey. <laughs> you don't meet many people from Guernsey. Yeah, well, I've here. never, I've never met anyone from Guernsey.
0: Yeah, I hadn't even heard of it until just then. So. Yeah, no
1: one knows it exists. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, and then people ask me all these questions, or people hear my accent and they go, "Oh, I'm from here and here and here in England," and they're explaining, describing all the different things. As if you're getting on. I'm just like, I yeah, grew I'm up from, in New Zealand. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: I grew up from New Zealand and I'm from Guernsey. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How was that um, moving over here um, when you just turned 15? Because like I spoke to um, the guy who will be, yeah. When this comes out, it will have been the previous episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, his name's Dan and we we're talking about how it was moving here first. At that time, you yeah. know, because that's a, he's Like, it was a difficult time because it's, you know, it's like that grade nine, grade ten, yeah, sort of age range. And he's yeah. like, most people had made their friendship groups,
1: and he's like, oh, I was coming in. So how how was that? I, I mean, suppose, you it know, was good. I yeah. mean, I like, I still have connections back in New Zealand. But like, yeah, I found I found my s- solid core group of friends in yeah. Australia. I moved. I don't know. In the last like three years of school, um in Australia, which is bizarre that I spent all that time um, in New Zealand. But yeah, it was it was actually really good. I yeah. settled in very easily. Yep. Cool. Um, yeah. Um, growing up in New Zealand, I went to an all boys' school. Yeah. Which was fun. I boarded for a year in yep. a boarding school. Jesus. Um you yeah. some stories about that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. A whole bunch of people. I and mean, it was a quite an elite school. We had made a bit of money back then. So I've, I do know... A, like, I, it's good because I've kept a whole bunch of good connections. Yeah. I'm not going to do some name dropping on the yeah, podcast. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. It's yeah. been good, like, networking-wise. Um, and then, yeah, Australia, it was good. I met a good, like, core group of people. It was weird because, in, like, in school, um, we had there were all the different cliques there was like popular kids and people who played sport. my group of friends was literally just like a couple of people from each so it was yeah. just like people that kind of fit in somewhere but also didn't like yeah. I started off um in like a group of friends who they were gamers and they played like like even up to year 12 they played Yu-Gi-Oh in the library yeah yeah and then I was just like oh maybe not <laughs> yeah yeah and then drifted over and it was just the most random collection of people and it yeah. kind of worked yeah but it was good because it was like every we had our connections with everyone in the year group yeah yeah so it was you had like a representative yeah yeah from exactly. all the different like the sporty you one got a the sporty group. person and
0: you should have started a pop group yeah <laughs> the spice boys <laughs>
1: instead of the spice because they had all the sporty and all that kind of stuff yeah um <laughs> that was yeah, it was an odd time. I still keep in, in touch with a yeah. whole bunch of those people. I mean, this year I'm doing it's the whole 21st thing, so you will get yeah, an invitation from people you haven't spoken to so in a while. 21sts, and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um oh, man I always see when
0: people do have that time and it's like, oh, we're up to like going another twenty first. <laughs> we did the second weekend. Oh, got another twenty first on. <laughs> There's <laughs> so too many. There's so many. Um because every, you know, obviously everyone wants to have a good night for that like inviting your yeah. mates and you know everyone and yeah it's um yeah it's always fun to to do yeah um i was going to ask you about production like because obviously you use fl but is there any like plugins or things that you really like or techniques or this is the we just we just named it the other day it's the give me a gold section so it's like what are you loving using at the moment serum um, is like apart from serum come on give us something <laughs> else cuz serum's you know, okay. everyone uses Serum. Well, uh, yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. I
1: like to use um, an FL stock plugin, the Fruity Granulizer, Yeah. Um, for granular synthesis, I'm real yeah, big cool into man, my granular synthesis yeah. at the moment. Like the techniques that you see from, like, like your frequent and Vorso Copycat, all of them. Yeah. Like, quite big influencers. You should get Copycat. You should get Copycat on this podcast. These yeah. Are cool. Um, granular synthesis is I'm, I'm loving at the moment. Yep. Um, which, surprisingly, not a lot of people have an understanding of what that is. Yeah. But... um. Do you want to give a, your a little understanding of it to everyone out there? So when they first um made granular synthesis, what they did was they took, like, tapes, like when they made music on tapes, and they cut them up with knives, and they just reorganised them. So it's just, like, gl- basically just, like, glitching things out. So, yeah. like, if you listen... Everyone knows Flume. He uses it a lot, like the whole like out of time, glitchy sort of thing. It's yeah. a lot of heavy granular synthesis. Yeah, um, it's a process, a technique of re- resampling. So I'll make lots mm-hmm. of sounds. I'll put them in the granulator, um, automate it. Like I, I never realised a lot of t- a lot of time previously. Um, I used to like to have made things very. I was very calculated. I like maths. I like doing. Yeah, thinking about that sort of thing. But recently, the whole I got I got quite experimental, and I like to like just automate all the different parameters. Um, just drawing some random lines, export that out. Yeah. Maybe um, pick out all my favorite bits yeah. and arrange them into different melodies. So it's a lot of yeah. a different. Um, it's a different approach to what a lot of like a lot of people I know they have an idea, they'll do it. I still do that. Yeah. But like. To add things and make things more interesting, I will randomize a lot of things and then just pick things that I like and swap them around. So granular synthesis is a big thing to experiment with. Um, I've been playing with a lot of weird um, taking things off the grid the yeah. remix that I'm doing for you yeah it's a lot yeah. of swing yeah lot, like, I was just gonna
0: say I've heard some of that
1: stuff like you know experimental <laughs> stuff yeah <laughs> I push. I like to push that because I like the groove like the whole yeah, the, yeah. like Jay Dilla is, and... is, is the whole hip hop influence from Jay Dilla like production wise um adding that swing to get people moving to get people grooving and vibing with it um is a is a big thing of what I'm trying to achieve at the moment yeah um yeah, I like to... I've recently started trying to make my own drums in Serum. Uh, so, like, actually make your own drums. Yeah, yeah but yeah. that's... I don't know, that's a bit beyond me. Um, yeah. I like to steal a lot of Copycat's drums. Shout out, Copycat. He was a big yeah. influence of mine, and yeah. I, I met him the other month. I didn't even realise he was from Brisbane. I just yeah. met him at a party, and it was yeah, like, cool. oh, there's, there's Copycat. He's like... Yeah big like huge influence of mine um, yeah. and he just gave me all of his samples all of his unreleased stuff as well yeah. so that was good um so i'm getting more into that sort of things but then also like i know a lot of people a lot of people like to um a very sound design orientated oriented the word is yeah um and i do like my sound design i like to experiment with that as well um But I like to, recently I've been using a lot of samples, like, just resampling a lot. Yeah. Like, I, um, I mean, everyone uses the Cymatics sample packs. I got the Cymatics ambient life ones that just has all this random shit in it. I
0: think I might have that one. I've got some kind of ambient, no, I think I've got the ambient city. Oh, yeah. One, it's like all sounds from, like, in the city, like cars driving past. Yeah. People walking down the street. Yeah
1: i've been using like the farm samples i'll use I'll, <laughs> yeah. like sound of a pig i'll just throw it in the granulator yeah um, and then it just glitches out and it just sounds like really good and i'll just like i don't know add some phaser onto that yeah, give it yeah a little bit it's like a of effects and, and a lot of people I, I know a lot of people shy away from samples because they like pure sound design but yeah. i like cleverly using samples and just fucking them up so much. Make it sound totally different. Yeah, so much stuff that I've been doing recently has samples of, like, my friends. One of my friends does, um, I used to stream on Twitch, and I used to take their um, audio clips, I used to to steal them and just (laughs) throw them in, like, throw them in a song. I have my friends from, like, maybe 2015, I have samples of my friends that they recorded, like, one of my friends going mangoes! And, like, just saying (laughs) random shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just... I'll still use them. I'll just go (laughs) come across things. And I'll just be like, I wonder what that would sound like with this. So, like, a lot of what I'm doing at the minute is just trying to just reinvent the wheel, basically. Just use things that are known um, and then try and get that contrast between, like organic sounds used in different ways and doing heavy, like, sound design work. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, trying to create something that sounds organic while still being heavily electronically influenced. And that's why a lot of what I'm leaning towards is heavily hip-hop influence and a yeah. lot of off-the-grid. Because at yeah. that time when they were making that hip-hop sort of stuff, <laughs> yeah. they wouldn't have had as much quanta. They would have just been playing no stuff. No <laughs> like, just... yeah, yeah. And that's why it's all so organic. And that's why yeah. people, like... Like, Flume, all of his sort of stuff, like... It's bringing
0: the human element back in, you Yeah, Because, you know, nothing's ever perfect, you know? Like. Yeah.
1: And everyone... There's so much backlash. I loved Flume. Flume would the set it, Listen Out. And I yeah. loved that. And every sort so much backlash over it because of him. How was the actual music in that, though? Because I just... All I've
0: seen... Because I didn't go to Listen Out, but all I've seen on it is about him smashing pot, like, pot plants with a, hammer. Like, a hammer. Was the music in the show any good? Yeah, or was yeah. It? I, yeah, it was. It's it. just that that
1: was so... Like, At it, it, like yeah. bizarre, yeah. But, like, I loved it. I loved the fact that he had... He was doing, like, putting plants in pots, and then he was, like, um, with his more organic-sounding music, and then there was just something that was just so, like, industrial-sounding, and he got out of Sledgehammer. Like, it, I loved... Like, I, I don't know if I... It's over yeah. to interpretation, but, like, I loved the fact that he was... It was very much with his show And it made it made sense to me So many people are like Oh, Flume Yeah. It's I just know. local They were head. probably all just cooked as they're going yeah. He's
0: got a hammer on his What's
1: he doing? Why isn't he DJing? Yeah, yeah And then Diplo played as well And that was I said to my friend I was just like Oh, yeah, Diplo, like, I said before... What did Diplo play? What he played some house, he played some, like, Bit trap, everything. he played... Because he's done yeah. everything. I forgot yeah. how much shit Diplo's actually done. Yeah. Like, I said to my friend, I said, we'll go see Diplo, it'll be a good laugh. And then, like, how like I, I just realised, I was like, wait a second, he's actually a really talented, like, Yeah, guy. he's been doing it for ages <laughs> and then, too. I remember before he blew up with all the stuff with Skrillex
0: and, like, all that trap sort of stuff. He used to do, like, housey stuff
1: yeah, well, back he, in the
0: day, you know, like...
1: I forgot he'd got to start with the song Paper Planes by M.I.A. Yeah. You know, you know song? Yeah. Yeah, like, he... I just he, love that tune. Yeah, I don't. I forgot that he just produced that, and mm-hmm. then he had all these side projects. He has a group with Sia and Labyrinth called LSD. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's just done so much stuff, but my friend, I just kept looking at him going, that guy's 40, and he's just, like, someone's dad, like, we were just laughing, like, yeah. he's just trying to be cool. He dropped, like take on me and then mixed in blink 182s what's my age again and then just played some house like it was and it was kind of like it, a party set yeah it yeah. worked, but it was it was a party set and then then it just went into some heavy bass territory yeah like he knows what he's doing didn't he? Like, yeah and he can pretty much do whatever he wants now <laughs> yeah he's really, got that much like, money yeah, yeah and that much influence and he's yeah. refined what he does so much yeah definitely i love a good festival yeah, yeah, that's it. Any
0: any uh, other favourite festivals or any things that you like going to? Do you ever get out to any of the doofs or any of that kind of scene? I played at a duff once, that yep. was good. Because um, drum and bass
1: is pretty pretty big out in a lot of the Duff scenes. I've been meaning to go to more, but I haven't yep. really been to very yep. many. Um I played at one, I went to that, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. It was a little doof, but it was the weekend before I think beat freaks, so no one really went. Yeah. that was a bit a bit sad. I've been to a whole bunch of festivals and shows. I went to see Prodigy at Riverstage. Yep. Oh, that would be good. Um, I saw Flume back in 2016 when Sophie opened for Flume. Yep. Um, which was... That opened my whole mind, my whole world up to Sophie's production. That's yep. Like the whole underground pop scene. Like, I'll listen, I listen to a whole lot of different stuff. Um, the whole Sophie and PC music affiliates and whatnot. That broadened how I... View pop music in itself because what they're doing, do you know, do you know PC music? No. Yeah. So you get like a bunch of kind of upper class white people making like ironic sort of pop music, but it's not ironic. It's just sort of over the top to the yeah. point where people think it's a joke, but they're actually really good. Yeah. And like it's big in like the queer spaces and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and they're breaking through to like the mainstream, like the head of yeah. PC music. He used to make like really weird shit. And everyone was like, what's he up to? What's he doing? Now he's like produced Charlie XCX's album with like his friends. Yeah. Like, they're breaking through. And they're actually like a really talented bunch, but they're it's just bizarre. It's just like really strange. Yet it sort somewhat sort of makes sense. And there's a whole bunch of people in like Australia that are doing the same thing. Like Donatachi is making pop music. He's getting big. Um yeah, and that just reframed a whole bunch of stuff because I listened to I listened to a bunch of pop stuff growing up. I was very basic um yeah, yeah. in my day. Um I listened to a bit of everything, bit of this, bit of that. And I got to the point where it just wasn't interesting. So that's why I started branching out a bit more. Yeah. Like I was past the point where I could just listen to just it was just all the same. Yeah. So I needed something else to fill that. But then now that I've been introduced into all of this it's pop music, but it's interesting, it's well made. Like, it's yeah. it's, yeah, and it's it's still very accessible. Like, stuff that, like, Wave Racer, he's doing yeah. more, like that sort of thing. Yeah, cool, yeah. Yeah, I know it Wave Racer, yeah. He's just come back recently. Yeah. Which
0: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you <laughs> like all, all that stuff, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll
1: listen to a lot of different yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's funny, like, I always say, like, you know, when we were talking about classical before, me and my mate Johnny, we went out one night um, just to something, it was, like, house music and that. And we went home kind of early and we're, like, go home we're, like, oh, let's, let's listen to some stuff in the, you know, in, in, the, in his, like, it, the studio used to be at his house. Yeah. So we've sort of got a space there that's, like, it doesn't have all the room treatment but it's, like, still sounds pretty good, like, it's yeah. still because it's the room. Um, so we went in there and we just listened to, like, symphonies, we listened to a whole synth- it was like it was one for one great. symphony yeah. and it's like 45 minutes I'm like you gotta listen I was like let me put another one on and he's like no it's one for one it's my turn now <laughs> <laughs> so like, he gets out of symphony we like we listen to it like so they're like 45 minutes each you know <laughs> <laughs> it's like no it's my turn now like, and we're just both there just like oh this is so good like you know like yeah. listening to to random um, stuff it just reminded me of that before when we were talking about um, like you know like classical stuff um, yeah and all that um I wanted to ask you about, like, some of your fashion and stuff that you're into, because I see... And, and, like, even you wearing, like, um... I saw one time when on the live stream you were just wearing, like, a... Um, like was a, it a dressing gown? Yeah, it was yeah. a dressing gown, yeah. yeah. Was. <laughs> what was that about? What was the dressing oh, gown nah. about? You just like, uh oh, it doesn't matter,
1: it's <laughs> it doesn't... a live stream. Yeah. Just... yeah. Well, basically, I came in and I said to Paul, who runs Frequencies, um, yeah. I said... I basically, I did one like every month and I said, Paul, I live here now. I'm going to make myself comfy. Actually, the yeah. first, one of the first times I went there, I was in my dressing gown because I was doing, I was, the show at Slingshot ran by Oobz. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 um It was out of the bedroom and I put a picture of my bedroom uh, on the screen. Yeah. I have my dressing gown. But like, I don't know. I I live in my dressing gown. I live and breathe. Like, I'll sit down at my friend's apartment in my dressing gown. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I just like to wear clothes. I like to push boundaries. Yeah, of things. Yeah. Like so many people, there's so many people who tell me all the time, "Ah, you should be wearing this. This is weird, like, uh and whatnot." Yeah. Um, but I mean, those are just people. I've like lots of boring sort of people. Yeah. Um, what What got you into trying all this new fashion? Because you're
0: wearing like stockings at the I moment am wearing stockings. and a black and white striped like T-shirt dress in itself. Yeah. Um, I've got one very similar to that actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that shirt,
1: yeah. Um, I don't know. I just like to branch. Have, um. have you? always dressed? No, no. I was a little nerd one day. Oh yeah. I I, I used to wear just t shirts and black pants. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's I don't know. I don't know really. I just kind of like to push those boundaries. I yeah. guess. Um. Um, I guess a lot of people like to dress within the constructs, the the boundaries of gender. Yeah. Which is very much a cultural phenomenon in itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know like, some people take offence and criti- criticism if, if they see a man wearing something that's perceived as more feminine. It's yeah, becoming yeah. more and more commonplace in yeah. this society for yeah. people to express themselves that way. Yeah. But... I mean, I wasn't always like that. Um, I, yeah, I was, I'm, I was always known for wearing black pants. I used to own a final shirt, which I look back on. I was like, why? Um, oh, come on. There's a little Funny.
0: I apologize to any final <laughs> shirt enthusiasts. Oh, um, it's funny because I was just the other day. I was like, oh, I can't wait till, like, it's that time of the year where I can start wearing, like, shorts and singlets and (laughs) fluggers and stuff to the studio because i'm from north queensland so i'm just like it's too hot just gotta wear like you know all that so i'm like yeah Yeah. so so keen
1: for that (laughs) yeah well another thing is the um i mean i i have gender dysphoria which is a fun time in itself yeah which is something that all your trans individuals a lot of them have a lot of them don't have it and it comes a lot of things that what is that exactly a lot of things that people don't understand about it is that people's narratives aren't always i was born in the wrong body i'm gonna change everything yeah some people's narratives it comes it's like depression in that it comes in different waves and to different extents yeah so some days you'll wake up and you'll feel like shit and you'll be like who is that and you'll get depression and some people get anxiety and some people like disassociate yeah. from themselves with that. Yeah. Um, but it comes to different extents and different degrees. That's yeah. why a lot of people feel the need. Like, there's so many people out there, especially older people, that say, oh, you can't just invent these <laughs> genders and, like, yeah. non-binary this and agender that. But the fact that it comes in different extents and different degrees, depending on a time, Yeah. Uh, means that some people don't feel it's right to just say i identify as that one thing i identify as that one thing yeah um so yeah it's some people it affects as i feel like i'm born in the wrong body and this is it some people like i got i've gotten to the point where there was a long time where i did mentally just struggle I got very depressed. Um, I looked in the mirror and I thought like, who the fuck is that? And yeah. that was when I, basically when I finished school because yeah. I was all of that structure, had fallen apart. Oh uh, yeah. And I was like, fuck, I'm an adult. I grew a beard for a year. Um, just cause I was in denial about it all. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, I, I guess a lot of, a lot of people don't like it. Um, that people are finding these ways to express themselves. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of people like to put labels on different things because then they can find a safe space and there's lots of different queer spaces that are opening up. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's becoming more and more commonplace that people will be outspoken. Like, I never... Yeah. I When I first started doing music and stuff, I always thought that I would have quite a separate thing from music and my life and I wouldn't, like, make them clash. I didn't want to yeah. get political... But it gets to the point where you have to really say something. Like it's yeah. it gets to the point, and it's also the fact that like I have lots of friends in the music industry, for example, like imbe the Girl. Um, they're a rapper and a singer, an Australian, who like read some poetry and and talked about like gender and issues, and that helped me through a time. Yeah, I possum. Uh, Possum Ploughs from the um punk band OpenSide in New Zealand, who was yep. another one of my friends, um, started talking about being non-binary and opened has spent years like culminating this space for kids um who are fans of that sort of because they make like emo-y pop punk stuff so that's yeah, like yeah. the perfect thing for queer kids to like listen to mm-hmm. and I see all these people that are speaking out about things and i've just gotten to the point where it's just i i figure that everyone has a platform yeah despite how if you're if if you're just some person or if you're known um everyone has some kind of platform where they can influence other people Ooh. and i was at the point where i realized it's uh, it's time to just start saying things i was in it like i was in a group chat and someone was just going over overboard um like someone my age that was kept saying offensive things and i just had to leave and i thought like that's probably just the way that he's been raised like it's yeah so you'll see a bit more activism on my actual social media yeah. as of now like a lot of people always say to me they're like oh what about your name and like pronouns and this whole like and i i mean i like to just go with the flow and do whatever yeah so you're um, not too phased. I'm not too phased about that because no. I
0: always wonder about that too. You know, like because I don't know a lot of people who you know have gender dysmorphia or anything. You know, I've got heaps of gay friends, and, yeah. you know, and, and all that. But um, you know, I've never like really met anyone who's felt that way. Yeah, and so I always wonder. It's like you know, I always. Think in my mind, I'm like, look, I'm happy to call you whatever you want me to call you. Yeah. But if I don't know what you want me to call you and I call you the wrong thing, like, yeah, you know, it's, it's like a hard, like, yeah, it's like, around it's like if you don't tell me, it's like, so how, like, you know, it's, it's that really, for me, that's that weird space where it's like, I don't want to offend you by calling you the yeah. wrong thing to anyone, but it's like at the same time, it's like, Please don't be offended if I do, because I don't know. You know, what, well, yeah. what when you first meet someone, it's yeah. like, what do they
1: want to be known well, people as? People are know? just people. That's the thing. At the end of the day, yeah, I exa- have a yeah, lot of. Exactly. I have a lot of people who exist in like a non-binary space who use yeah. they/them pronouns and like to just do them. They just do whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. and they won't be offended if you say the wrong thing. Um, if but if they correct you and then you yeah. continue to like yeah. you know, i have a friend who presents very femininely and has said to their band um like please don't like call me bro and man and whatnot yeah 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 and they're like one of their band members keeps going "Oh, like sending messages like hey bro can you like do this like when people go out of their way to just like because they think that something's wrong with you yeah like that's when it gets past a point of like I'm, I'm just gonna stop talking to you because that's just over the line. Yeah, yeah. Um, like personally, I don't take any offense to anything because yeah, do whatever. But yeah, some yeah. people, like some people. So how does it affect you though? Like, so you
0: said about that, like how you know, like when you wake up sometimes and you think you feel shit or whatever. Is it because you
1: don't feel like what you look like in the mirror? Is that how yeah. it is? Is it a looks? Well, thing, there's a or lot is of, it there's a... a lot of things involved. Yeah. Like. Um, there's a lot of like masculine characteristics that yeah. some people like some people hate there's things you wouldn't even think about. Some people hate the fact that like women have softer skin inherently. Yeah. Um, some people hate the cur- like when if people go through hormone replacement therapy, yeah. That there's a whole like there's fat redistribution. You get mm. more your body, you get more like fat in your hips, You're, yeah. Um you start to your skin becomes softer um like there's all these different things that psychologically people feel like they don't like like that inherently as a person it's just not right yeah but it comes yeah it comes to different extents and different people are affected differently like some people will go and get genital surgery some people don't yeah Yeah. because they're not and that doesn't phase them yeah and and it is it's tricky as well because with that also comes a lot of depression and and anxiety as Mm. well um because they're not happy in their body and yeah, and they're exactly. different to other people. Exactly. They probably think,
0: what's wrong with me? You know, like, cause I'm not the normal, but you know, but like you yeah. get in your head and you, you know, yeah, I can imagine. And it
1: gets difficult because there's a point where there's a lot of the time I used to just dress like I I thought there was, I either had to hate the way I, I presented myself yeah. to make it easier to sort of fit in <clears throat> yeah, or I could embraced me more and i thought that i wouldn't fit in as much yeah but as i slowly start to embrace me more i realize no one gives a fuck yeah it is 2019 <laughs> there's, you know, some, like, there's some people yeah. that really are opposed to yeah. it um that i hope eventually come around but that um, to me to, to be honest that says more about them
0: than yeah then you know than you or anyone else really
1: yeah well i yeah and there was. A that seems like
0: their problem. You know, like <laughs> that's it <happened>. your
1: problem. <laughs> um, and there was a time where I was very depressed. I used to, um, I, I used to write poetry. I wrote yeah, some... Hey, I used to write poetry, bro. You know? Poetry. I used to write poetry. I've got some on the internet somewhere that I can't find. <laughs> but it's out there. <laughs> I had some poetry. If anyone, do you want to hear some depressing poetry? I've got it all on my phone. Um, but, yeah. I used to write, um, just keep it to myself. And that wasn't really doing much. Um, it wasn't helping anyone. Um, since I've started being more explicit and open, yeah, I've helped other... Uh, my friends have, like, come to me and said things like, oh, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling this. And it's more of... More real. Like, you find yep. a lot in 2019, technology has enabled us to um, just... Lose actual relationships with people because yeah. it all becomes such a game of let's try and put our best life on the internet, yeah. And let's try and because everyone's always watching all the time, we can't be vulnerable because yeah, yeah. we don't want to like that, we don't want to have that come back to us because it's there forever. And what yeah. if it like negatively influences things? Yeah. But like it's since I've started openly speaking about things, um, it's become. It's yeah, it's helped. I've helped I feel like I like friends have come to me more and it's people are being more authentic because I used to shut people out a lot. Yeah. Like it gets to that point where you just think, like, I like I don't want to talk about this, I don't want to talk about this. What if people think this is weird? What if people would, like judge this and this and this? Yeah. But yeah, people are good. That's something I've learned. I used to think yeah. people are shit. I used yeah. to like, people are actually good. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. A lot of people are. Opposed to what's unfamiliar with them. A lot of people, the way that they're raised, they're like that. But I used to be a real people pleaser. I used to, like, love to just get on people's good side. Yeah. But I came to the realisation that if people are shit, there's going to be other people... Like, if I think someone's shit, there's going to be someone else out there who I also think is shit. So they have each other. Yeah. And they're (laughs) not... And they've got each other. And they're not necessarily shit, like... And they, like, they might disagree with what I think. Yeah. Like, there's... we Like, we live in an age where people are outspoken about yeah. things. It's not as condemned. And,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, I think it's interesting what you said about, um, like, that, you know, like, being a bit more open about it and, like, to help other people. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that little saying that you see on Facebook all the time mm-hmm. now, it's like, I don't know who needs to hear this, but... Yeah. And it's like, it, that's totally, like, what it is that's these it. days, yeah. you know? Um, and, and that is a bit of a joke still, like, you know? yeah. yeah cause it's like, you know, there's, there's heaps of funny ones about that, but, um, that's the total, exactly what you're saying. It's like, I don't need to, you know, I don't know who needs to hear this, but, and then, you know, yeah whatever you, you know, you're going through whatever, and it's, you know, it will, it will help other people. You know? yeah. Um, yeah, man, well, that's, that's pretty interesting. Um, cause you know, I. I'm a novice when it comes to that, that world and realm. And, and like I said, like I've got heaps of gay guy friends and gay girlfriends yeah. and, and and bisexual and all that. But I've, I've, I'm yet to sort of meet in person someone, um, who, you know, feels that way. So it's, yeah. um, it's interesting to get your take on it and, you know, from yeah. your experience,
1: um, well, there's a lot of people, there's a lot yeah. of different things out there as well. Like, it's the fact that so many people are so opposed to things because they're like, ah, oh, it doesn't fit within, like, my two boxes. Yeah, like, yeah. like, yeah. they're like, that just sounds made up. But, like, who cares? Yeah. Who if cares that, if that's, <laughs> if, like, if I want to go and make up that I'm something, like, if yeah. that's what makes me happy at the end of the day, yeah. if it doesn't fit with whatever you... It's like, don't we make the rules? Yeah, we <laughs> don't do we make, all make the rules? We just, can't we like, change them? <laughs> as a person, I, I like to sit back and just, like, laugh at, like, yeah. society and just things... Like, it's just ridiculous. I have a good sense of humour about yeah. everything. Like, I can be have, like, a really depressed day and, like, be, like, seriously... Con- like, people should be concerned. And then the next day I'll just, like, laugh about it. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess that comes with your general instability. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just don't take things too seriously. Yeah. And, I mean, there's both ends of the spectrum. There's a sort of, like people that are against things and then there's the people that take things too far the other way like <laughs> like all, all for it like too yeah and that's like there are <coughs> people that give everything a bad name there are people that um are opposed to just anything and everything yeah and it's just yeah you just got to do your best really to yeah that's it yeah and yeah, two thousand and nineteen is looking great for yeah. representation across the board. Yeah, for everything. Yeah, like, have you have you felt that? Yeah, like recently. Yeah, yeah. Well, I went to Pride for the first time the other How day. Was that? Pride March. It was. Yeah. It, I didn't expect that kind of turnout and the amount of like different people there. The amount of like people that looked just happy to exist, like yeah, it just it was exactly. it was it overwhelming. Joyous. Yeah, it was joyous, overwhelming yeah. that there was a whole space of like people because you you hear about all these people and you think like that's such a minority like and then you see when they're all of these you people see together in one space, yeah. being happy about just being part like being themselves and being part of a community that they yeah. have been told for many years is wrong and have been told for many years is not all right like it was just it was overwhelming but it was great it yeah. was good to to chat meet people and chat with people. Yeah, that's awesome. Man. Yeah, because other like it's it's a you already have a common ground if you've got a pride, like yeah, yeah. I find it's good to always have uh, chat to people you have common ground with like whenever I meet someone who's a DJ or a producer, automatically just yeah, what genre do you play? Like, yeah. and then you, you connect off of that. Like so many of my friends are in like music. Um so many of yeah, and I didn't I never understood my friend always said um. oh you need to go and meet more like you need to go to more like queer spaces and things and just generally interact with that sort of people and I thought yeah but like my friends I have nothing wrong with like them they're all supportive they're yeah, all yeah. great until I went to like Pride and I was like shit like it's good to have this space and have this sort of yeah yeah yeah. who are like you know on that same like they understand and they've probably
0: gone through similar things yeah. and, you know like similar stories of you know what whatever they've gone through and stuff like that yeah so, so, and that's important to hear sometimes yeah know? it's good
1: so. it's good because hearing people's stories having that story on like on a so that social platform is great yeah because everyone's story is different um and it's hard when you only hear some stories because some people would think oh, I'm invalidated because that's not the same as my story, but it's good to hear different perspectives so that you can think, well, like, at least I'm not the only one. And also to think, like, that person's overcome that and that person's overcome that. Like, I've been in some real, like, bad states where I've just thought, like, what's the point? <laughs> um yeah. And... It's when I've had people who I know who have reached out and said, I've gone through like this is my story. It hasn't exactly yeah. been the same as what I've been going through. Yeah. But to see that there's somebody who's overcome something that's in that same kind of space. There's a light at is, the end of the tunnel exactly. kind of thing. It's, it's like exactly. you can get through this and you'll be okay. Yeah. You
0: know, like it's gonna it's gonna be all all good. Um I wanted to just touch on quickly with the like gender dysmorphia. You said it's like quite diverse and different for yeah. everyone as to how much and what things, how does it work with like sexuality and stuff? Is it a lot of like, I don't know if this is too much to ask you or no. not, but like, are you attracted to men or women or both or what's, well,
1: I mean, it does doesn't it affect you in any it way that doesn't, you know, like, it, doesn't affect, know. Yeah. it doesn't affect any sort of, um, who you're attracted to. It, yeah. there's, there's separate standing things. That's why you say, that's, why. yeah, that's why I wanted to yeah. ask. Yeah. yeah. Um, I personally, I mean, I guess a lot of people, if like they they're changing their hormones, they'll they'll go from either end of the spectrum. Yeah, okay. um, yeah, yeah That's definitely. They'll yeah. become either go from like asexual to very hypersexual, um, then or they'll go the other way around. Yeah. Um. It doesn't really affect. As as a, it's a more of a freestanding thing. Like a lot of yeah. people go, oh, like there's still it's bizarre to hear that. People think that like trans women, like why, why don't they just be like gay men? Like people still have that thought. Yeah. Like they're still very separate, freestanding things. Like because of people's image, like, and people feeling like they're in the wrong body and whatnot, and that they're feeling like, no, a, a more. I feel like the whole wrong body idea, is is a bit more. There's a better way to phrase it, I and mean, yeah. it's more like people feel like. They're being restricted in the way that they're expressing their identity. Yeah. Because there's more diversity nowadays. Yeah. Um, but sexuality wise, I mean I just go with whatever. Like that's yeah. just, that's just generally my opinion <laughs> of, um on a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really So you just it, to you it doesn't really matter. It's like if you find them attractive, they're attractive. Yeah, no, I just like people as, yeah, as yeah. people. Like I yeah. I like to have um conversations with people like I know a lot of people um are very I'm not a very sexual person yeah. like, in general mm-hmm. um like a lot of people have like innate sexual attraction to people yeah I, I just like to chat shit and yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, it's yeah like exactly. people yeah. like um whereas I know people like my friend is going through hormone replacement therapy Yep. Yeah. um transitioning has gone from not like um, gone through lots of different phases of sexuality because yeah. of changes of hormones. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's different for everyone. Like, yeah. It's a they're, they're two like freestanding things. Of that's what I said. Th- yeah, you that's why I wanted like, to find out. Spectrum, to say, yeah,
0: instead of on, like one <laughs> spectrum of yeah different things, they're two different things. Yeah. yeah. Oh it's interesting because like um I was watching that show um Euphoria yeah. recently. Have okay. you
1: seen that one? I haven't seen it. Um before. and there's
0: a trans girl on there. Um she's she's a bit of an activist, but she's an actor. Yeah. Um and she plays a trans rock, like you know, they actually got a trans actor for a trans rock, you know, which, which makes sense. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Totally <Good>. makes sense. <laughs> um but it does. like I didn't even realise that um like she was trans until a couple of episodes in. When it like comes out and they talk yep. about it and that and i had this weird um well not weird but like my um one of my friends said to like said to us like well what would you do if you like went out on a few dates and were like really yeah. got on with someone you know like as a person and then they sort of told you that they were trans or whatever it's yeah. like how like how'd you do it? and i was like that put me in this like it's weird this conundrum because i yeah. like to think that i would be open enough to be like well, where you know we yeah. we get on well, we have a great time, you know, and you're if you're attracted to them and stuff. But at the same time, I was like, I don't know what, I yeah. mean, you know how I it's would react tricky. to it's that, a tricky you know, thing
1: because you don't want it like that's very much that person is very much a woman. Yeah, like, exactly. But like, if you're not, if you haven't experienced, like I've I've noticed, like a lot of people, if they haven't experienced things, a lot of people aren't. I mean, I'm not gonna say aren't as open. It's just say they, yeah. they're sheltered to that sort of thing. Yeah, they're yeah. Not. So you would have that sort of shock. It's and that fear why, of something different, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and that's why a lot of trans people—it's—they find it like hard to to date. They find it hard to like tell people that they are trans. Um. Just yeah. because, yeah, it's 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 an unknown for most people. Yeah, but yeah. But then it's the case of. It's a it's a hard line because um, yeah, like they they just want to be normal. They just want to be happy. Yeah, like, yeah. You know exactly, what? Yeah, yeah. That's so it. It's...
0: They're just like that's it. It's like they're just like you. They're a person. Yeah, <laughs> they want to be happy. They get sad sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they're tired. Yeah. They get cranky. You know, <laughs> it's like
1: it's exactly the same. It's yeah. You know, I've um, had someone tell me like to my face that. They think, uh, yeah, I think you need help to try and like be normal. Like, that's, but that's just them not yeah. fully understanding things. Like, I've I come from years of repressing things and trying to fit in and trying to deny things. Yeah. And this got to a point where it's like, fuck it, like, I'm going to stop. Yeah, man. Um, and, the old classic saying, you do you, you know? Yeah everyone loves that saying yeah everyone lo- it's weird because as, as a society it's like be individual but to an extent <laughs> like, yeah be individual like, be but not too individual like, be yourself as long as it sort of fits in with fits, what I think it's yeah. right yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's a bizarre I don't yeah, know totally. it's weird but yeah. then it's like you get all your famous people, and they do whatever they want, and everyone loves it. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, there they are. Oh, they, they can do that. They're famous. I love this I love their music, or I love their movies. You know." Well, yeah, that's why. Like, original. Like, growing up, I, I never really wanted to be famous, but then as I started to like, my mental health started to decline, and it started to affect me. I was like, it wouldn't be too bad because then I could just do whatever I want. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, no one it. would judge me because it's like I see people who are like. Big fans of like Boy George and whatnot, and the way that he presents himself, yeah. And then they like know someone who is like who's who's, a gay man who's presenting more femininely, or they know someone who's trans, and they can't like accept that. But then it's okay for like Boy George to do it, like yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just it's it's beyond me how how much we allow people if they're like an artist. To yeah. express themselves, that we don't think that other people like deserve should. to or yeah. can, and like, it's like uh, oh, like there's a, like there's an accountant who happens to like not like themselves, and they, they identify as non-binary because they're an accountant, like they should be a cis yeah. man not like a cis woman, like yeah, it's just, yeah. it's so it's bizarre, it's a bizarre thought, like yeah, 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 it's so yeah yeah but it's out there if right? music's good i mean music is good yeah. for like people to express. yeah that's sounds. it like yeah it's a great do you yeah. find that you get like a bit of an outlet from music well or not I, really, I released or... a three-track ep which was a journey it would basically like if when i listen back to it it, it does tell a story to me like even though it's just wacky out of time off-grid noises <laughs> yeah, yeah like it still has that kind of like build up and then like it, it told a story of my headspace at the time. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, despite it being... So it's got, being... like, a personal... You've got yeah. a connection to it, yeah. Well, it's a three songs. It's called... There's Dilemma, Cataclysm, Resolution. So it was, like, a very yeah. much a depressed sort of state yeah. of, like, a scattered thing. And then um, it, it, like, it gets a bit more chaotic and then it resolves in the end to something a bit more, like, orchestral. I made a song a few years ago called Dysphoria, which is... Very much, um, it's quite like nice melodically, and then it gets chaotic, which was a representation of my mental space at yeah. the time. I, I mean, I write rap music. Um, yeah, I not know anymore as much because yeah. it was an outlet for poetry and rap music yeah. to um, for me. It was an outlet to reflect on like what was happening at yeah. the time, and now that I am just instead of keeping it to myself. I'm openly speaking about it. I don't feel that need to do that anymore. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I do find music wise. Yeah. If I'm feeling in a bad place, I will write stuff, and it will get reflected in the motion, like yeah. the musicality of it, as opposed to like lyrically. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't like I don't really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lyric. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really do lyrics anymore and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you get the you get the the notepad out and start writing some poetry and some rap. Speaks of raps again. (laughs) It's all all on my... I've got it all on my phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Deep deep stuff. My friend, he still writes rap music. The one that we were doing... I mentioned at the start. We keep trying to make a rap duo. Yeah, yeah. He still writes. It's the fact that, like, he's the same as any producer who makes, like... Any producer with... Unfinished projects yeah, yeah yeah He's the same as me So we I have so many Unfinished beats And so many like Finished things He has unfinished raps It never gets done Like it's yeah, just yeah. The cycle of like Have an idea Starting a new start thing Start a yeah, loop yeah. Like do that No uh, we all go through that Yeah <laughs> Well you said to me You said um like, finish all of your projects. The other day, I, I put up a story or something and said, should I finish this? You said, just finish all of your projects. <laughs> finish all of them, man. I have so much. I uh, know, yeah, yeah. Everyone. Well, from now on, from now on. You don't have to go back and finish your old ones, but from now on, finish all your projects. I'll dig up my 2015, like, bounce catalog Yeah, and yeah, finish, finish, you, finish all your old bounce yeah. songs.
0: Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude, well, um, yeah, thanks for coming on, man, and right. I honestly, I really do appreciate you, um, talking about you know the gender stuff and opening up about that because like we like we said, you know, I don't know who he needs to hear this out there. Exactly. But if someone does, then that's great. And it's there, you know? yeah. So I really do appreciate you coming on and, and, and opening up about that at the end and stuff. Um, you know, because I I imagine it, you know, it's you're doing more of it now, but you know, like you said, it, it hasn't been easy in the past. Exactly. Um. I think that's really awesome that, um, you're willing to do that and, um, come in and, you know, um, so yeah, thanks man. For that's that. okay. Um, but I want to get your socials and, um, obviously you've got on the 19th, you've got, um, you've got the, the crypt yeah. coming up. So we'll, we'll plug that in the uh, show notes and stuff. Yeah. Um, but what are your socials? Where can we find you? Instagram, all the handles and stuff. Ooh, what
1: have I got? Well, we got, what is Falcone on Instagram? Yep. Um, you don't have to bother about the, uh, the two dots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, it's just Falcone on Facebook, the page, but I mean, yep. it's, it's facebook.com slash Falcone official. So with the Falcone, do you have to have those dots in it there to find it or what? I, I don't know. I think you got the I think the dots are on the page name, but it's, you I think if you search it, you can do it with an O.
0: I'll, I'll test that out before we we'll figure happens. it out. Yeah. We'll, so I can put it in the show notes
1: for you and stuff. Yeah. Um and then obviously on like SoundCloud or Falcone. Soundcloud dot com slash Falcone official. Yep. Um I've got a few songs on Spotify. You can yep. go find that under Falcone. Cool. Might even have a little remix for me coming out soon. We'll see. May- maybe. Still. We'll see
0: still we'll still see figuring that we'll all out. We'll but happen. um But yeah, yeah, cool, man. Well, um yeah, keen for I probably can't make the nineteenth uh, for your gig, but uh, right. I'm sure I'll probably see you in here anyway. That's all right. You're, you're always rolling through, so yeah. I'm sure we'll um Catch up at some stage, so um, yeah, yeah, man. Cheers for coming in. That's all right. Uh,
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, I'll see you uh, next time you're rolling through here or at a gig somewhere. Yeah, see you then. Thank you. There we go, guys. Uh, Thanks to Sebastian for coming on the show. I really do appreciate um, the time and you know talking about these different issues that um, that that affect. Um, Sebastian, and I hope that it was sort of maybe helpful for other people out there if other people are going through something similar or if you just wanted to sort of know a little bit more about it so maybe you can either be more um, understanding or more supportive um, of people uh, who, who have this kind of a condition or, or feel this way. Um, also going through, you know, some of the stuff about music, moving here from uh, overseas uh, from New Zealand and growing up there, um, it was great to hear about all that. Um, especially about the crypt uh, gig that's coming up, so make sure you get behind the crypt and support it. Um, you'll be able to you'll be able to check that out. Um, we'll have links in the show notes, and you'll be able to find links to the crypt and the event and everything all over Facebook. Um, so make sure you look out for that one. If you want to check out Falcone's uh, Instagram, all you have to do is go to What is Falcone? So it's all one word. What is F A L K O N E? So what is Falcone? If you want to search for him on Facebook, if you just type in Falcone Music, it'll come up in the search there. You can just go to Falcone uh, and make sure that you you uh, you know, you like that so that you can stay up to date with all of the stuff that Sebastian's doing. Guys, make sure you're following me on all platforms. It's at BoyKingCoy on everything. Super easy to find. Make sure you subscribe, like, share, rate, um, do all that cool shit. Um, get Get the podcast out there for us and make sure you're supporting in any way you can. Alright right, guys, that's it for this one. Make sure you're having a great day or night, wherever you are, and I'll see you guys soon for the next episode.